What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you very late, but uh, there's been some circumstances that have pushed our recording back. But uh, Mm -hmm. Brooke, what are we talking about this week? This week we are talking about 1976's The Omen. Yes, we are. And you picked this movie. Yep. And why was that? Um, well, the director of this movie passed away last week, yep. uh, Richard Donner. And I haven't watched this movie in a long time, so I figured we uh, give it a watch. Good enough reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't realize, like, obviously I know he's a fucking well-known director and whatnot and i knew he directed this movie but some of his movies i was surprised to see yeah he's directed a lot of great movies Mm -hmm. yeah all right before we hop into the discussion and whatnot what have you been up to since we last talked um a little bit a little bit (laughs) i didn't give you any breathing room for uh to catch up in our movies great i haven't checked (laughs) <laughs> um a lot for non-horror uh last night bettina and i watched judas and the black messiah how is that it's really good is it it's good yeah um based on the true events uh it's kind of like more drama ish mm-hmm. like the beginning's kind of slow but really cool story basically a guy infiltrates the black panther um I guess group back in the the sixties. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Has some really good actors in it. Cool. Also watched, uh, Batman, the long Halloween part one. Very nice. Um, it was good. It wasn't the best like animated Batman I've watched, Okay, but it was good. I'm very excited for part two because part two is rated R. The first one was only PG 13 or whatever. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was good. I'm excited for part two. Cool. And then for the horror, um, before we started recording, I started your recommendation from, I think, last week, uh, Vicious Fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm about halfway through. I got about 50 minutes left or so. What do you think of um, it? I really fucking like it. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I really like it. Um, it's just starting to get to i guess like the crazier part of the movie yeah but uh i really like it i love the killers in it and like they pay homage to so many horror movies like you can pick out like which serial killer plays like the movie version yeah exactly um i really like it so far um i watched shrooms uh (laughs) because the hmc did an episode on it and I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was, I hated it so much. I thought it was so bad. It's been so long since I've watched it. I don't even like, I remember liking it back when I first watched it, but that was yeah. a long time ago. I don't know. I, yeah, I did not like it. I thought it was boring. <clears throat> and finally I watched Leprechaun, mm-hmm. but not just the first Leprechaun. I watched the first five leprechauns because <laughs> <laughs> over in my letterbox, I decided I'm going to 
rank them as I go. Yeah. And my letterboxed is B Merkley 8, in case everyone wants to go check out the rankings so far. Um, yeah, they're not great movies, <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoy them. And so far, third is my favorite. Which one's the um, third one? Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and then following up with that is actually an episode we did, Leprechaun into Hood. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, then I have the first Leprechaun. I didn't really enjoy it that much, actually. <clears throat> like, I've seen it before, but mm-hmm. I, don't know, I just thought it was kind of boring. And Jennifer Aniston wasn't really, I didn't think a really good final girl at all. No, it was also like her first movie role, too, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and then I got Leprechaun 2 and finally Leprechaun 4 into space. And that movie is so bad. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. You kind of made uh, you kind of made me want to check them all out again. Yeah, like I've only seen two of them. Yeah, like, I remember you before saying this. That. So it's uh I'm really excited to get into like the origin and the one without Warwick Davis to see yeah. what it's like. Um because I think the latest one is like high on people's list. Uh, yeah, I remember I didn't mind it. I wasn't happy that Warwick Davis wasn't in it, but the new guy did a pretty good job. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, but yeah, that's all I've watched this week. That's all you've watched this week. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> all right. Uh, I've quite. Oh, you watched another movie too, actually. Did I? A non-horror movie. Did I forget to... That we just recorded an episode on. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. A Christmas story. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't uh, have told you. Fuck. I know. With uh, Chuck Goes to the Movies. Yeah. That was a fun episode to record. It was. It was good. Um, Okay, so for mine, I watched... Uh, vicious fun obviously I don't think I mentioned it in our last episode but uh, if you guys check out our Patreon we've started posting little um, flash reviews, lightning reviews just like a 60 second video of us watching a new movie and giving our spoiler free thoughts on it mm-hmm. and that was my first one <clears throat> uh, I also watched Hatchet 2 because I'm going through that franchise it's a short and sweet franchise, but yeah. Um, I also watched Porky's just for nice. whatever reason. I don't know why <laughs> I just saw it. I think it was on prime and I was just like, I haven't watched this in a long time. So I checked it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched dark skies for the first time. Dark skies. It sounds familiar. It's the like alien movie that came out like 2013 had, uh, Carrie Russell in it. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I'll have to look it up. It was good, though. I really liked it. Um, I don't know why I never watched it whenever it first came out, but it's just one that's kind of always eluded me. And uh, me and a couple guys at work on Friday night, we got into this ridiculous discussion about like aliens and space and like <laughs> the creation of Earth and shit like that. It was just fucking weird. And, yeah. uh, so I got home and I was like, oh, an alien movie. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. 
And I watched, I mentioned this on Chuck's episode, but I watched America, the motion picture. Yeah. Which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But uh, I do recommend checking it out just because of how crazy it is. Yeah, I need to uh, check it out. Add it to my list. (laughs) Uh, I also watched A Christmas Story, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched a newer movie called Await Further Instructions. I believe it was on Netflix. That sounds familiar. Oh, I've seen that movie so much on like either Netflix or somewhere. And yeah, always wanted to watch it just because like it looks interesting. Yeah, it was a really cool concept. Uh, It wasn't the greatest movie. There was a lot of like stupid shit going on in it. And I was like yelling at my TV a lot. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's not bad. I, I recommend checking it out. Okay. And lastly, you gave me your digital code for uh, the long Halloween. Yep. I um, did the QR code, and now I can't figure out how to fucking watch it. Because <laughs> I the the picture that you sent me with the QR code on it, it yeah. had uh, I can't remember what the app was called, but the app's only available in the states. It's not available in Canada. So whenever I scanned the QR code, I went to download that app and I was like, oh, I can't fucking get it. And now I can't figure out. I don't know if I have to go to like the Warner Brothers website and try and watch it or what. But yeah, you probably have to download it on the browser. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I wanted to watch an animated Batman movie. So I decided to put on one of my favorite ones and I watched Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Nice. Uh, That's one I have not watched. Really? Yeah. And... I know it's like super high in a lot of people's lists. Yeah, it's so good. That's what I hear. For an animated movie, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. My list is at 127 now. Nice. I don't know what yours is at. I'm scared to look. I know you're in the 130s, or you were, anyways. Yeah, Josh has watched a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm at 136. Fuck. Six. Yeah. Nine uh, behind you. Speaking of Netflix, I realized this week that my that someone created an account <laughs> or another profile on my Netflix. Really? Yeah. Um, and I don't know how I didn't notice, but they have like their name is Milo. Okay. And like me and Bettina, we were going to watch Too Hot to Handle, and yeah. uh, I finally like, realized, I was like, who the fuck is Milo? And she's like, I don't know. It's been there for a while. I thought it was just like Casey or one of your friends. So I clicked on it and they've only watched two things. And it was two episodes of a uh, Korean drama shows. What the fuck? Yeah. So someone hacked your Netflix? I guess. And is using it. That's fucked so, up. So, uh, yeah, I went on like Patina said, like you go on the website, like on the browser on your computer, you can see like what they've watched and when they like maybe the profile yeah so they made the profile in like may 28th or something like that oh shit and they've watched like four episodes of like two korean drama shows and they watched how to train your dragon <laughs> that's so random yeah so i uh i deleted the account and changed my password <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come back to watch how to train your dragon part two and they're gonna be sorely disappointed yeah so uh I don't know if it was someone on the other side of the world 
that somehow got my password, but uh, that's weird. Whoever you are, I hope you enjoyed uh, my Netflix. And now you can rot in hell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say. Anyways. um, All right. Let's fucking get into this movie. Let's do it. Like we said in the intro, we are talking about the Omen from 1976, the OG, not the remake. Have you seen yeah. the remake? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I watched it when it first came out, but I don't really remember anything from it. I think there's a scene in like the bathroom with a mirror. That's not, mm. maybe it's another movie I'm thinking of. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, I can't, I'm, I'm I can't pretty, even remember if I watched it. I'm pretty sure I have, but I don't yeah. remember it. All right, so it's that memorable. Exactly. <laughs> All right, before we hop into this movie discussion, what are you drinking tonight? So, I am drinking a Sons of Kent Brewing Company Juice Box Hazy IPA. Ooh. That is a juicy one. <laughs> you gotta drink it with the straw. Yeah. It's a juice, it's a juice box. Um also I just remembered that I watched Jumanji. Oh, like the original? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Still holds up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I watched it not too long ago. What are you drinking? Uh I told you earlier that I thought I was all out of beer, but I found a couple more PBRs, so that's what I'm drinking. And nice. uh not too happy about it, but it's better than what I was going to be drinking. <laughs> All right. Starting off with the synopsis. <clears throat> mysterious mis- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> mysterious deaths surround an, an American ambassador. Could the child that he is raising actually be the Antichrist, the devil's own son? Oh. Oh. I think he might be. (laughs) As we stated before, this movie was directed by the late, great Richard Donner. He has directed movies such as Superman 1 and 2, Mm -hmm. the Lethal Weapon franchise. Yeah. uh, One of my favorite movies, The Goonies, Mm -hmm. uh, Lady Hawk, and Scrooged. Yeah. I also, yeah, I also noticed that he directed, um, I forget if it was a TV series or a movie, but it was called The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I think it was a TV show. Yeah, and it's, it looked like it had the same premise. So I don't know if like M. Night Shyamalan's is kind of like, I don't know, taken from that. Really? Yeah, let me see if I can. Whoa. That changes things. This wasn't a, an original M. Night Shyamalan idea. Yeah, so the 
the plot of the Sixth Sense TV show is Dr. Michael Rhodes is a college professor with an interest in the paranormal. He and his assistant Nancy spend much of their time investigating mysteries involving extrasensory perception, spirits, possessions, and other such experiences. Huh. So I don't know if it's like, it's obviously not the same thing because I don't think he sees ghosts and stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely very similar though. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if it has the same twist. I wonder. (laughs) Points to ponder. All right. Moving into the cast for The Omen. Leading off, we have Gregory Peck, who played Mm -hmm. Robert Thorne. And for me, I recognized him most as uh, Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Great. I've never seen any of his movies he was in, so. Oh, really? He's got some good ones. Like, To Kill a Mockingbird was really good. Um, He was in Cape Fear, which is a really good movie as well. Uh, How the West Was Won, Porkchop Hill, and Moby Dick. He looked like uh, like a Bond, a James Bond kind of guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, I could see that. He's also way too old, I think, to be having like a five year old kid. Yeah. Did you find that a little bit? Because his I wife just... does seem like a lot younger than him. Yeah, and I, I've noticed this in a lot of older movies like this, where like the father is just like, why are you having a five-year-old right now? You're like 50. Yeah. Sounds like a nightmare. Uh, next up is Lee Remick. She played Catherine Thorne. Uh, she was in Anatomy of a Murder, Days of Wine and Roses, and The Wheeler Dealers. Uh, I've literally heard of none of her stuff, so I didn't write down a whole lot of it. No, me either. Uh, next up is David Warner, who played Keith Jennings. Uh, he was very familiar looking. Uh, he was in Titanic, the original Tron, um, Before I Sleep, Planet of the Apes 2001, and he played Ra's al Ghul in Batman the Animated Series. That's very interesting, huh? Hmm. And lastly, I have Harvey Stevens, who played Damien. And he only had three acting credits. So obviously this movie, uh, The Omen from 2006, he was like a reporter or photographer or something. So like not even a big role. No. And then he was in a movie called Gojin the Savage. And that has been it. Yeah, so not much. No, and you'd think like a movie like this would somewhat kick off a lustrous career yeah but i don't know it's kind of the same like the the actor from the shining that's true actually but like the way that harvey stevens got this role was just crazy oh really didn't uh... like i guess all the other kids were like timid and quiet and stuff like kids are yeah and richard donner said something and like he told the kid to like let loose or something like that. And I guess he like went fucking batshit crazy and like started attacking Richard Donner and like scratching at him and trying to bite him and stuff like that. <laughs> and he was like, okay, kid, you got the roll. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I thought that was funny. 
Um, was there anybody else in the cast that uh, no, you wanted to mention? there wasn't anyone else. Yeah, this movie, I don't know. It's from 1976, like long before we were even fucking thought of. So yeah. it's it didn't have like an all-star cast like some older movies do. No, no. But uh, uh, but this movie does have a lot of um, bad juju around it. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. I think uh, Gregory Peck and Richard Donner's both their planes, like in separate planes, um, went down. Yeah, and a bunch of other shit. There's that was that show that came out like last year <clears throat> on Shutter. Oh, or, yeah, uh, on uh, Amazon Prime, I think. No, it was on Shutter. Uh, fuck, what was it called? It had this and the poltergeist and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, T- uh, Twilight Zone. Yep, and uh, fuck, the Exorcist. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, I forgot that I made that TikTok video and I said that. Well, I mean, we have like five people following us, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow through with what I said on there. Just give me a sec. I gotta pull it up. All right. Uh, okay. Right. So you already said about the planes. While producer Harvey Bernhard was in Rome, lightning just missed him. Uh, the Rottweilers hired for the film attacked their trainers. A hotel at which Richard, uh, director Richard Donner was staying at got bombed by the IRA, and he was also struck by a car. Jesus. Which is insane. Um, after Gregory Peck canceled another flight to Israel, the plane he would have chartered crashed, killing all on board. Uh, one On day one of the shoot, several principal members of the crew survived a head-on car crash. And the jinx appeared to persist well into post-production when, uh, uh, sorry, when special effects artist John Richardson was injured and his girlfriend was beheaded in an accident on the set of a bridge too far. That's insane. Right? Fuck. Like, yeah. It's so crazy. Like, is it coincidences in these movies or like, (laughs) it's something actually fucking going on. I don't know, man. It kind (laughs) of makes you think that something's going on, right? Yeah. Cause like that docu-series that was on shutter with those movies, like some of the stuff was nuts, man. It was. Really like that nice. helicopter crash was that? Oh, that was fucking like, awful. Just awful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Makes you wonder. It does. <laughs> and it seems like all these movies are like supernatural or have to do with the devil and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like we had this, we had The Exorcist, we had uh, Twilight Zone, which is like supernatural for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, and did I say poltergeist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. There was four. I can't remember. Anyways, but yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, wild. <laughs> All right, you ready for this movie discussion? Well, let's get into it. Uh, I just want to say I really love the opening credits, and I absolutely love the the like picture, like the drawing of the kid, and then has the cross, like the shadow of the mm-hmm. kid and the cross. I thought yeah. it was really fucking cool. Yeah, it is cool. And right off the bat, like we get into some really like emotional deep shit. Mm-hmm. Um 
so it basically opens up and uh robert thorne who like throughout the whole movie he just calls himself thorne yeah <laughs> um his wife is having a baby and then he finds out that the the baby didn't make it and the father there i forget his name but he basically tells him like you know you can adopt like you know you can do that and he's like well i don't don't really want to do that and then i think the father says well we got this one kid who has no history has no family anything like that like you can just kind of have him and he's like well, what about my wife and the father's like well you don't have to tell your wife and i was like <laughs> you're not gonna tell your wife that one your child died yeah and you're gonna lie to her and say that your actual your actual child to the wife thinks is adopted yeah like that's so fucked up i agree <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, both babies were born at the same time, but their baby died and the mother of the other baby died. Right. So, it like, the father was just like, or the priest, um, he was like, oh, it's basically saying it's, it's like fate. Like, you're meant to have this child. Yeah. Which is nuts. Like, how do you even get away with that, like, with the hospital? Right. And he tells like how- Thorne that, this is this son came from God. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> On the contrary. On the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Like I wouldn't be able to do that, right? Oh, me either. You'd be living literally your entire life as a lie because you would have to go to the grave with that lie. Yeah, exactly. Because your wife would literally never forgive you. No, no. And this priest was super creepy too. He was. Very like every time he was on the screen, I was like, "Ugh, I don't like you." Yeah, and um, I did how like I liked how this movie was kind of a bit more drama ish to start. Mm-hmm. Like it does a good job, I think, of like introducing like the family and shows like their dynamic. Like you get, you see Damien slowly like growing up, and yeah. you see like how much in love like. Uh, Robert and Catherine are with each other and stuff like that. Yeah. So we get to Damien, I think just turned five, five years old and he gets his banging ass fucking birthday party. Right. This one is fucking wild. <laughs> like, I wish I had fucking parties like this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be rich, man. I know. It's the only way. I know. Fuck. Um, but this, this kill that happens, like, I did not expect it to happen that quick. Oh yeah, this was right. Yeah, I forgot this was like right at the fucking beginning. I know, of the movie. me too. <laughs> I did not expect it. Like I remember, like seeing this kill. I think from that documentary we were talking about. Yeah, but I was not expecting it. Like he's just chilling, and then this nanny comes up to him, and she's kind of being like weird, mm-hmm. and then she like leaves and all the kids are like playing and shit like that laughing. And all of a sudden you see the, the girl in the house, she puts the, the noose around her neck and says like, Oh, I did this for you, Damien. Mm-hmm. And then just fucking jumps out the window and hands herself. It's like, Holy shit. <laughs> it comes crashing through the window, like right below it. Yeah. Just like, uh, yeah, it was nuts. I was like, Oh shit. I forgot. This was like right at the beginning. Yeah. 
And I love that all the kids are still just like hanging around and none of the parents are <laughs> like moving the kids to avert their eyes from it. Yeah. The only one that's not watching is Damien. Yeah, he's just playing like normal. Well, he, at, he sees it happen, but then he was hugging Catherine. Right. And uh, oh, that dog showed up too. Yeah. The first yeah. dog. But yeah, like I did not expect that kill right at the start like that. Yeah. And then we also meet uh, Keith Jennings in this part too. Right. The photographer. He, yeah. Yeah. He's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now after this nanny dies, we, I think we get like a new nanny or like, I forget what her name was, but she was kind of more like the head nanny, I think. She, yeah. Her name's Mrs. Baylock and she says that she is. Right. And, and then, um, so yeah, she introduces herself to the to the parents and whatnot, and then she says, "Well, I'll go find uh, the child." Yeah. And Catherine's like, "Well, I'll take you." And she said, "Well, with all due respect, man, like, I think it's best that if he meets me on his own mm-hmm. or like by myself." And then, so she leaves, and Catherine and Robert are discussing her, and Catherine's like, "Oh, I didn't know you called her," and he's like, "I didn't. I thought you called her," and she's like, "Well, no, I didn't." <laughs> So then they're trying to figure out like who the fuck she is. Yeah. So they go and question her on it. And she's like, Oh, the agency sent me once they found the news of, uh, of the other nanny, whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have my references. I'll give them to you, blah, blah, blah. And they just leave it. Yeah. They just leave it. I was like, what the fuck? Like this strange woman's in your house watching out, like looking after your kid. Yeah. Like this. Right. Not, not- go ahead. I was going to say, neither one of you called her. Like, what the hell? No, like that reminded me of the others. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking lets her in the house to look after her kids. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> um, and like Damien starts doing some like weird shit. Like him and mom go to like a zoo. Or is this later? No, oh, this is later uh, on. Yeah, never mind. This is later. Um. So now Father Brennan, he comes from Rome and uh, this is whenever um, uh, Richard uh, Robert uh, accepts the job over uh, across the seas in the United Kingdom. Hmm. And the priest just like comes into his office and starts fucking yelling off this mumbo jumbo like (laughs) you need to drink Christ's blood and eat his flesh. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, ah, that guy's crazy. Yeah. He like begs Thorne to accept Christ because then he'll be able to fight the son of the devil. Yeah. And he's just like, where is this coming from? Like we know at this point, because this movie is like however many years old, I don't want to do the math, but like almost 50 years old. But, uh, What's the name? Thorn. He's like, what the fuck is this guy going on about? Yeah. He's pretty much. I have to fight. Yeah. I have to fight the son of the devil. <laughs> yeah. And he's like saying like, oh, like if you knew who the mother was and then Thorn's like asking who the mother of Damien was and um, Brennan uh, almost says uh, the name or what it is. He's like, oh, his mother was a Jack. And then he stops himself. So I'm guessing yeah. that she's a jackal. Yeah. They f- find it later on in the movie. Right. Right. But like, if this fought, like if this priest knows that, then how did the priest at the beginning of the movie 
not. Well, I think it's the same priest, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. Because mm. this one was Father Brennan. The one at the start was Father Spoleto. Oh, is Spoleto the one they go and see? Later on, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's like... Bre- or, uh, Thorn like, ends up kicking him out getting security and shit like that because the guy's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Keith's character in this movie. Yeah, the photographer. Yeah, and with like the the sh- the, the pictures and stuff. Um, did his kind of storyline remind you of another movie? Well, now I feel like it should <laughs> because he's in his picture room and yeah. he starts like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, developing yeah developing his pictures and uh he sees like some um some like black streaks like on some of his pictures Mm -hmm. and one of them was i think the uh, father brendan he takes and there's like a black line going through the priest yeah. And I was like, fuck, that reminds me of like some movie. And then finally I thought of Final Destination 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, yeah, was all like, right. fuck that's cool. Yeah. Um, but like, like a movie this old, like did that sort of thing. Cause you know, think of mm-hmm. like Final Destination, like they have cameras everywhere, right? They just yeah. take a picture and they see, you know. So I thought that was cool that uh, yeah. they did that. That's a good point. Um, so now they are deciding that they're going to take Damien to church because the priest <laughs> kind of tells them like, Oh, like take him to church. And, um, the one nanny is kind of like against it. Like she's saying like, no, I don't think so. And like Damien's kind of like she, I think she says for Damien, like he doesn't want to go or something like that. Yeah. He would rather go to the park Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, at this point, we don't really know for sure if Damien is, like, the devil's son. Yeah. But I think that this scene, it really puts things into, like, perspective of what Mm -hmm. is going on. Yeah, because Mrs. Baylock is, like, really pushing for Damien to not go. Yeah. And Catherine's just like, get my son dressed and in the car now like we have a (laughs) wedding to go to yeah um so like driving up and they see damien that's kind of getting worried and catherine's like oh are you okay damien and then they notice he's getting like looking scared and stuff like that and i loved during these scenes whenever um like the bad side of damien came out yeah you get that like latin choir Mm-hmm. That comes up in the background. Yeah. That's really cool. And so they pull up to the church and Damien just starts going fucking nuts. Like you said, during his uh, um, audition. Yeah. Just like going nuts, screaming. He fucking scratches Catherine like in the face. And then, the- yeah, because I read, I read that trivia like after I watched the movie. And mm-hmm. as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, like we witnessed this kid doing that in the movie. 
so I can just imagine like Richard Donner's like uh, <laughs> surprise yeah. to him reacting like this. It's like Jesus, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so they're like, okay, like <laughs> close the door. We're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so they get back home, and now there's the dog that was at the the birthday party. It's in the house, mm-hmm. and. Robert kind of asked uh, the nanny, like, uh, why is there a dog in the house? Like, I didn't allow this. And she mm-hmm. just kind of, what'd she say exactly? Um, I can't remember. Basically, she's saying, like, oh, you're going to let, like, a dog, like, stay outside or something. I don't know. I forget. Yeah. But what what do you think the nannies were in this movie? Especially her. Like, do you think well, that they, she was... Oh, go ahead. They say later on... Like the priest or the the guy that they go and talk to about Damien, mm-hmm. he says that she's something like basically like a protector for him. Okay. So I'm guessing like she was sent by the devil to to watch over him to protect him. Right. Yeah, because that's what kind of what she does. <clears throat> yeah. Or what they do in the movie. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so now we get the zoo scene with uh, Damien and Catherine, <laughs> and uh, I, I love the scene with the giraffes. Like they're like watching the giraffes, and all of a sudden, like the choir starts going up, and then the wind starts blowing, and the giraffes just like run away. Yeah, that was really cool. And then they're like driving through with like the baboons, <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to know how they filmed this scene, or if like they just took like footage from like a baboon place like like how they made the baboons act like that yeah yeah i don't know because they're going like for lack of a better term ape shit on this <laughs> car. yeah like beating on it and like ripping the wipers off and like trying to smash the windshield like it was it was fucking scary man like i would be terrified in that situation oh yeah me too i'd be driving over them because like, fuck yous. Yeah, it's just Catherine and uh, Damien in the car. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, like Cujo, whenever Cujo's attacking the car. Yes. yes. Except it's baboons and not a German Shepherd or a St. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to kind of get some more story stuff. The uh, Father Brennan shows up and tells Thorne that. Um, uh, he tells them that like his wife is going to die if he doesn't show up at a meeting with him to discuss like everything that's happening and like what he needs to do with Damien and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I don't know. Sorry. We get like another hospital scene where he says, or he does meet up with them. And then he says that your wife is pregnant Mm-hmm. And that Damien is going to kill the unborn child and then he's going to kill Catherine. And then once you get basically riches and stuff like that, then Damien is going to try and take all that from you. Yeah. Yeah. There's like some sort of uh, ancient prophecy that like the Antichrist will be born, grow to become a man and then take over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lead it into like destruction. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of end their meeting and Thorne leaves and the father Brennan um, is like heading back to the church or whatever. 
and then this big ass storm starts up and then you get like that latin starting again mm-hmm. and he's like trying to get into the church because he know he knows that something bad is coming and then he's like standing in front of the church and he see like the the sword or whatever it is up top like kind of move and then falls and impales him and i was like dude you totally could have moved out of the way of that <laughs> no dramatic effect he just had to stand there still and scream at the top of his lungs that's true yeah but uh, i thought it was a cool kill nonetheless yeah just gets fucking impaled <laughs> this one thorn goes home oh and uh kathy says that she tells him that uh she's pregnant yeah and uh she says that she wants to have an abortion but um they they don't do it obviously and uh does she say sorry does she say why because i think she knows that like something's up or yeah i don't know i think she knows that something's going on i think because like she finds out later on and like she starts freaking out about right damien and whatnot but like at this point, she doesn't know that he's crazy yet. No. So, so I was wondering, like, why she wanted to, yeah, to have the abortion. Sure. Um, but like, one thing I had a problem with is the fucking newspaper that has the like Father Brennan, like the article, and then it shows him with like the thing <laughs> impaled in him. I was like, a newspaper would not fucking print that picture. No. Like on a front page, like there's no way. Yeah. This would have to be like a National Enquirer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when did The Shiny come out? Was it like 72? Uh, no, it was later than that. It was after this, 1980. Um, do you think the shining kind of took that tricycle thing? Yes. Yes. I meant to bring that up. I forgot to put it in my notes. Um, yeah. Cause, uh, Damien's riding around on a red tricycle throughout the room. Yeah. And I was like, Oh damn, this is like straight from, uh, the shining. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like in the room with, um, What's her name? Uh, sister. Uh, Mrs. Baylock. Mrs. Baylock. And he's just going like around in circles and circles. Mm-hmm. And then you see her open the door or she looks like the time, I think on her watch or something like that. But yeah. then she opens the door and you see Catherine. She's like on a chair, like hanging something up or she's dusting something or something like that. Yeah. And um or was it the goldfish or something that she was there was a goldfish but i don't remember yeah anyway uh damien is like coming down the the hall on the tricycles going nuts and he's like not really like looking at her Mm -hmm. and then he just like hits the chair and then she falls off and is like hanging off of the the railing and uh He's like gets off his tricycle, like hanging there, like looking at her, mm-hmm. and then she falls, and I was like, "Fuck, that's not." She can't die from that. But then I remembered that he didn't want 
to kill her yet. He just wants to kill the child. Yeah. I have a lot of issues with this scene. Okay. Um, just like, I don't know, for like real life, let's just say. Like she's pregnant. Yeah. She's standing on a chair. Mm-hmm. And they're on like a loft. So there's like probably like a good like 15 foot drop below her. Right. And her standing on the chair has put her like way over top of this railing. Yeah. Like the, the edge of the railing is probably like at her shins. So like one slip, one small movement and she's going right over it. Yeah. Like she could have easily done this to herself. Oh, easily. And she's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like you're a pregnant woman, like whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. You're obviously rich, like <laughs> hire somebody to do it. Well, they have Mrs. Baylock there too. Yeah, but she's just a nanny. She's not like a... I, I guess. Oh, you mean like she could have asked her to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I just... Like, as this scene was playing out, I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you are a <laughs> stupid woman. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I could tell that she was, like, on a wire as well. Yeah, she fell really weird. Yeah. Very and I don't know if you noticed, but like whenever she hits the ground, her arm like lands in a certain way, and then it shows her laying there like thirty seconds later after it like pans away from Damien again, Mm -hmm. and her arm is like in a completely different position. Oh, really? To make it look like it's like broken. (laughs) I didn't notice that. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, now the Keith and uh, Thorn are kind of like working together um, because Keith shows Thorne like all the pictures and stuff like that. And he shows him the picture of the priest and he shows a picture of himself and himself. He has like a black like line, like kind of through his head. Yeah. Or his like neck area. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is like at, th- at first I thought it was just an error in like the print. But after a couple of deaths, oh yeah, the nanny from the start, she had the same yeah. thing with the rope. <clears throat> yeah, because like wherever the black part is on the photographs, like that's kind of like an indication of how they died. Right. Yeah. Because like with father, with the priest, his was like kind of in his shoulder going into his shoulder. The nanny's was like kind of right above her head. Yeah. Like kind of coming down on top of her head. Yeah, and Keith is kind of going like over everything that he's like researched. Um, he notices that there's like six, six, six on the priest's thigh. Yeah. Um. Then like going in like his bedroom and like looking and doing like all his research on. Like there's like oh, there's a whole bunch of kind of info that they dump a lot in this third act. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of like lost me a bit. Yeah. Like, I got kind of bored during a bit of this movie. Yeah. Because they talk about, like, comets and, like, how Damien came and stuff like that. It's just, like, a lot of information. Yeah. Um, so now both of them are going to Italy. Uh, Catherine is alive, but she's in a hospital and she's kind of fucked up. She lost the baby, obviously. Um, and they are asking about. Damien, because he was, I guess, no, he wasn't. Wouldn't have been born in Italy, because the records are there, aren't they? 
it's um, check my notes. It, yeah, he, they were. He was born in Rome. Okay, Italy. So yeah, so he's like asked. They're asking like the nurse and stuff, and she says, "Oh, there was a fire in the record records room." Um, I think like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then he asks them about. I think the the father from the beginning, like the priest, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's still alive, but he's kind of like fucked up now." <laughs> Yeah. Like he's like a monk or something. He's living in a monastery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go and see him and trying to get like more information. Uh, he can't, he's in like a wheelchair. doesn't really talk that much. Like one side of his face is kind of like all burnt and shit. Mm-hmm. His one eye is fucking nasty. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And they're like asking him like, who the mother is. He writes, I think, Servette. I don't know if that was the mother's name. I think it was. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And he tells them, I don't know, the, the priest that's, like, showing them around, he tells them, like, oh, Servette was so-and-so and is buried at this grave, grave site. Mm-hmm. So they go to this grave site to try and search for the remains of the mother, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. So they go there, they get, they open the grave and you see this kind of like fucked up <laughs> looking body. Yeah. And this is where you like find out that the mother is not a human. No, that, yeah, she's, she was a jackal. That's where we see that. Mm-hmm. So it's like who, who hid like the idea like that she was a jackal. Like, who buried her? Do you think the priest, they got burnt? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, they see that, and then they see the other grave where there's a dead baby in it, which is uh, Catherine and uh, Robert's baby. Yeah, Robert's baby. So it's like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Like, maybe it does explain it, and I just missed it. Yeah. yeah. Or like, if Spoleto had something to do with it, I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot of shit that I missed and just couldn't keep up with it. This, uh, yeah, this whole like third act. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're like at the gravesite. Then the dogs show up and start like attacking them. And I was like, "Fuck these guys!" <laughs> at least Keith is gonna die from these dogs, but. Yeah. They both get away somehow. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised that they did. Yeah. So they get to what happens to Catherine? Is she she's still no, um, she's still alive. She's still in the hospital and shit like that. Yeah, Robert calls her mm-hmm. and tells her to come to Italy. Yeah. And this is where she dies. Right. Right. By being thrown out of the hospital window. <laughs> <laughs> By the fucking nanny. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, how ironic. She has two falls mm-hmm. in like a 20 minute period. Yeah. <laughs> and at first I like I didn't clue in that it was her. Right. And then I was like, I was like, oh shit, that was Kathy. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Yeah. She lands on top of an ambulance. Yeah. And ends up killing her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now, uh, Robert and Keith are, I'm not sure where they're at. I think they're still in Italy somewhere. 
Yeah, they're in a hotel. But uh, they're going to meet up with this. I don't know what you would call him. I guess he's kind of another priest, I guess. Right. Mm hmm. And because uh, this they go to the place where uh, Father Brennan tells them, like he told him to go like way at the start whenever he first met him. Right. To Meg- Megiddo or something like that. Mm hmm. And, uh, yeah, so they meet up with this guy and he like, he like, is kind of like a researcher kind of mm-hmm. like, he knows a shit ton of stuff about all of this stuff. Um, yeah. Carl Bugenhagen. Is that what his name was? <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking ridiculous name. <laughs> but he's basically telling, uh, Robert that you need to stab your son basically. Yeah, because if you don't, then like the whole world is pretty much going to burn up mm-hmm. from him. And the way he's explaining it, I was just like, how is he supposed to remember this? Yeah, because like there's one specific knife that he has to use first. Yeah. And then there's six other ones that he has to place in his body in like a certain way. It sounded like yeah. the way he was explaining it. Yeah. And I was just like, I would fuck this up. Definitely. Like, and Robert I, is basically saying, like, I'm not going to kill my fucking kid. Yeah. Like, and then the guys are like, "Oh, there should be a birthmark on him of uh, of the three sixes. Yeah. And Robert's like, "No, like I fucking know that kid's body, you know, head to toe. I bathed him and all that, and there's nothing." Mm-hmm. And he tells him like, "We'll remove the hair because it's probably under there." Yeah. Yeah, he says if it's not visible on the body, then it's probably underneath his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of leave, and Robert gets pissed, and he's like, "I'm not gonna fucking do it." And he throws the knives into like this dirt mm. pile, and this kill was insane. Yeah, this was nuts. This was a fucking great kill. So basically, Keith goes up to these knives, and he's like, basically, you know, saying like, "Well, we have to do this," you know. So he's looking for the knives, and then you see this truck like up on a hill a guy gets out and like takes off the emergency brake or whatever mm-hmm. and it rolls down the hill <laughs> fucking hits the dirt pod and a piece of glass like slides out and just slices his head off so perfectly yeah it was so good i found this scene like reminded me of something at a final destination as well right yeah mm-hmm. it did <clears throat> um so Keith is on the way on his way back to uh, the United Kingdom. <laughs> Did you notice uh, on the plane ride the fucking fake plane? The fake plane. Like you could see the string on the plane. Like when I did the outside shot of the plane. Actually? Yeah, you can see the string on the plane, like holding it up like I thought it was so funny. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. So now in this final scene, um, Robert is at the house, and he pretty much is Damien sleeping. He does he lock the dog and the nanny. I mean, he locks the dog downstairs first, I think, right? Yeah. Um, traps the dog downstairs. And then he gets into the bed with Damien, and he's like, 
moving his hair. He starts like cutting Damien's hair. I was like, how's Damien not fucking wake up from this? <laughs> <laughs> but he sees the 666 and then he's like about to kill Damien and the nanny comes out of nowhere and starts attacking him, trying to kill him. Yeah. And then Robert ends up killing her and she tells Damien to like run away and he like runs behind like the fucking chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Robert like doesn't kill him. He just captures him. <laughs> he takes him back to like the church and he's about to like stab him. And then the cops come in and fucking shoot Robert. Yeah. And uh, I didn't expect that ending. Like everybody dying. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. Like I ca- I knew there was like a sequel and like a third movie to this. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think that he would die. I also thought it was really weird that Damien was at his parents' funeral with the president of the United States. Was that the president of the United States? Yeah, because someone comes up and talks to me. He's like, he says, "Oh, blah blah blah, Mister President," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, I guess and he then, like, is like ambassador of yeah. the states, but still, that is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, was this Damien's only speaking in the movie other than screaming? Oh. Possibly, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, actually. So like I never even thought of that. Yeah. Cause I was like thinking, like I heard him speak. I forget what does he say at the end? Um I don't remember. Yeah, me either. But anyway, yeah, he spoke and I was like Huh, I think that's like the whole time he spoke in like the whole movie, or yeah. him like kind of like screaming and like freaking out. Hmm. Um, so yeah, he does. That's a good point. Yeah. So he does that uh, like look back at like the camera yeah. and then, yeah, that's the way the blood splatters and the heads roll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to add? Mm, no, I think I'm good. Alrighty then. All right, who is doing their reviews first? Uh, you can go first. All right. Oh, I'm going to get shit on. <laughs> <laughs> I gave my story a 5 out of 10. Okay. I said I like the premise of the movie, and it was well done, but unfortunately it's more a movie for its time and less for this day and age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can respect that it's a horror classic and a staple in the genre, but much like The Exorcist, for me, it doesn't really do anything. Uh, I found it rather long and drawn out, and a lot of the time I was kind of bored by it. Yeah. Uh, like, the runtime's not even that long. Like, it's like an hour and 50 minutes, mm-hmm. but it felt like it was like well over two hours long. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, like, when's this movie going to end? Yeah. <laughs> And the quality, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I said it was well acted and had a good score to go along with it. You brought up like the uh, the choir music whenever mm-hmm. like someone's about to die or when Damien like, has a freak out. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Uh, it made good use of multiple locations throughout the film, and I enjoyed a lot of the settings in it. Um, I also feel like Harvey Stevens did a great job uh, in his role. Mm-hmm. Um. But again, like this movie, like it's more for its time. The like you picked out some goofs and some stuff that was like, like the strings fucking hanging from an airplane and like shit like that. And like some of the kills were 
although cool, they were kind of like poorly done. I don't want to say poorly done because this movie is like me in the seventies, but just for like this time, like yeah. now for us to watch it, it was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> like this is <laughs> so bad. Um, but I mean, I, like I said, I can respect this movie for what it is and for what it did for the genre, but yeah, all in all in 2021, it is not for me. Right. All right. Well, if you're going to be getting kicked and rocks thrown at you, I'll be right there with you, pal. <laughs> Perfect. Because <laughs> I gave the exact same ratings. Actually? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so my story gave it 5 out of 10. Um, like many other horror movies from this era, I respect the hell out of it, but I feel like my generation aren't scared or enjoy these ones as, as much as newer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exactly what Josh HMC would say as well, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of blame the internet. <laughs> uh, okay. We see so much fucked up shit these days that we're just so immune to a lot of stuff. Hence yeah. why this one doesn't quite hold up for me. Um, yeah. I love the idea of adopting the son of Satan, everything that goes with it. It is very traumatic uh, with the whole beginning part of Robert not telling his wife. I thought the pacing was okay, but it does falter a lot in the second act for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a religious person whatsoever, and I always get lost with all that mumbo jumbo. Uh, that, that's a good point. I did like the photographer part and how we could see what was going to happen. Yeah. So there was some stuff I liked, but overall, just it's just too much information and stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And quality, I gave a six out of ten. I thought that the special effects in the score were awesome. I really did like that head kill um, yeah. at the end. Uh, I like how they have the Latin choir come up once Damien's dark side kicks in. Um, I thought that, that the actor that played Damien did okay, even though like he didn't really have any speaking parts, really. like He just kind of acted like a kid. But he did stand out from the rest of the kids in the audition, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before. Um, yeah. I really loved Gregory Peck. I felt like he could play James Bond. nice so yeah five out of ten and six out of ten all right cool um touching on like older movies like this and like the exorcist like if like any of our listeners have been long-term listeners they know that i am not a fan of the exorcist Mm -hmm. and i brought this up at work one day and one of the guys that i work with he was saying that uh like his mom watched the exorcist whenever it first came out, like in theaters. And mm-hmm. he said like, to this day, she still cannot rewatch it because it fucked her up so much. <laughs> wow. And like, and like anytime she sees like somebody roll their eyes back or anything like that, it's almost like she has like PTSD from this movie, mm-hmm. which like it, it's, it's such a crazy concept to me that these movies can have such an effect on people. Right. That, we don't get anymore as horror fans. Uh, I mean, I think you might be saying that in 30 years whenever someone talks about inside. Maybe. <laughs> True. Maybe. But I get what you're but, saying. Yeah. But like, I've, I've still, I've watched inside twice and like, realistically I could watch it again. Yeah. Like the, the end scene does fuck me up. And like, I've watched uh, that other fucking uh, a Serbian film. I will never. Okay, so there we go. There's my Exorcist. 
because I will never watch that movie again. But that's not even like, that's not just like strictly horror. That movie is just like disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what blows my mind. It's just like these movies that are just like strictly horror and people are so traumatized by them. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. Anyways, tangent over. <laughs> All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus: The Omen eschews, eschews. I know this word, but I don't know how to fucking pronounce. <laughs> the Omen eschews, eschews. Anyways, an excess of gore in favor of ramping up the suspense and creates an enduring, dread-soaked horror classic along the way. I highly disagree, but. <laughs> this movie this critics consensus was written in 1970 <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right what do you think the critics scored it uh this is very hard i mean based off that i'm gonna go with a 86 percent. dude the first time ever you hit it did i 86 <laughs> percent right on that's crazy. I love it. Nice. Uh, so yeah, eighty six percent on fifty reviews and an average score of seven point three out of ten. The audience rated it an eighty percent on a hundred thousand reviews and an average score of three point nine out of five, or seven point eight out of ten. Hmm. Interesting. Disagree. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you ready for that scary section? Let's do it. All right. What did you give it for a scare rating? I gave it a two out of ten. Um, The thought of losing a child and having your son be the devil is scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I also thought there was a really uh, couple cool kills. Uh, scariest scene i went with the first scene with the nanny hanging herself i did not expect that to happen so quickly (laughs) which we talked about yeah and what i survived i said if i was a family member of damien's then hell no but if i was just an innocent bystander then i wouldn't die right away i would die once he took over the world fair enough very good how about you I also gave my scare rating a 2 out of 10. All right. I said, honestly, this movie is too old at this point, and it's lost its touch with being overly scary, but I can appreciate and understand it being very scary in its time. And in 2021, it just doesn't hold up as well in the scare department. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do agree with you. Like that beheading scene was pretty cool. And like the first, like when the nanny kills herself at the beginning, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) And like some of the stuff with the animals too, I was like, God damn, like that would be so terrifying. Yeah. Uh, my scariest scene, I said probably the dogs attacking them in the cemetery. Uh, just because like they, like they just never seem to stop coming. And I was just like picturing myself in that scenario and it would be like absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Cause like having one dog attack you is scary enough. And then there's like 15 of them attacking. Them. <laughs> yeah. Just, I know. It's chaos. 
And would I survive? I said no, because I would be in the same boat as Robert and find it very difficult to kill a child that I've been raising, even if someone did tell me he was the son of Satan. Yeah, that's fair. You just got to join him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are finally doing a trivia. Yes, we are. It's been a while. It is. So come on down and enjoy some of Captain Spaulding's fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) And join us for Captain Spaulding's trivia of monsters and madmen. Yes. wants to ask the first question well what movie are you putting up all right <laughs> i'm putting up willie's wonderland from 2021 ah so that's why you asked me <laughs> <laughs> i should have clued in after you didn't mention it at the start but i totally forgot yeah dice uh i just think it'd be a fun movie to talk about yeah interesting huh I kind of just want to do that one. Um, but <laughs> for my movie, as I told you, I had a very hard time picking one. Mm-hmm. So if I do win, we will be joining Captain Spaulding oh. in House of a Thousand Corpses. Damn. Okay. Sweet. You know, it's funny. Like, I was actually debating texting you and saying, like, do you want to just do, like, the Firefly trilogy for our next three episodes? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. It's ironic. Um, all right. All right. I guess I'll ask you first. Cool. All right. How many crosses are in the priest's room? Like, when Keith and uh, Robert go investigate. Oh boy. Uh, seven. Uh, add a four in front of it. Forty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they mentioned in the movie, but they go in and like his room is covered with um pages from the Bible and the cross. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was Gregory Peck's new job title? He was the United States ambassador for Great Britain. Shit. Okay. Good job. I thought I was going to stump you with that one. No, sir. <laughs> you paid attention. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now the questions get easy. <laughs> Cause this is after I, I, I forgot we we're doing trivia. So I had to just like think of some, <laughs> Um, what day was Damien born? June 6th, 1966. At what time? 6 a.m. <laughs> you are correct. I, I couldn't remember his day or night. I didn't even, I just had June 6th. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So we each have one. <clears throat> what breed is the dog that uh, is there to protect Damien? It is a Rottweiler. All right. Cool, cool. Um, what was Damien doing when the nanny hung herself? I'm assuming you mean like more specific than just having a birthday party. Yes. <laughs> Shit, man. I don't remember. He was riding the carousel. Oh, that's right. That's right. What fucking fifth birthday party has a carousel? <laughs> I mean, Billy Madison probably had one. That's fair. He probably did. He had one for his like 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you have two yes right and i have one yes um okay i only have one more question because one of my questions was his birthday and the other one was what type of animals were attacking the car at the zoo which we answered throughout the the movie okay <laughs> um but i think i'm gonna get i think i'm gonna stump you with this one all right hit me with it what was the code name of the first police car in the final car chase what the fuck? The code name? Um, they repeated it over and over. Did they? Shit, I don't remember that. And the last car chase? Yeah, like at the end, whenever they're chasing Gregory Peck. Um, I don't know, White Devil? <laughs> <laughs> no. What is it? It's not an Alexis on Fire song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um panda four panda four yeah I, I would never have gotten that <laughs> doesn't matter anyways i made a question so i think you win yeah i, I already don't have any questions yet either <laughs> <laughs> perfect so we're over blah. holy fuck man i cannot talk tonight <laughs> that was weird so we're gonna be watching house of a thousand corpses next week yes awesome i'm excited so i mean if we're doing that one we might as well just do the other two while we're at it i mean sure let's do it <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just skip trivia again for another month yeah. we'll talk about it all right we'll see yeah all right thanks for listening guys if you want to check us out on social media we are at a podcast on elm street on any of the outlets um click the link in our bio on instagram you'll see links to our patreon where we are finally adding some stuff to it. Yeah. Uh, there's also links to our T Public account where we have some pretty cool merch up there. There's links to our Discord servers, our Twitch account, um, and anywhere that you can listen to us. I might actually see if I can link our box accounts on there as well. Okay. Let's see if see if we can get some people looking at that shit. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah that's all i got i think cool cool all right guys talk to you next week see you later